Broadcasting live from the middle of America, welcome to the Oklahoma City Real Estate Show. Covering local market data, news, and reports to arm you with information you need to empower your investing and strengthen your American rights. Top Realtor, investor, father, and veteran. Here is your host, Landon Witt. For more information and to listen or watch online, visit OKCRealEstateShow.com. Will we have a buyer's housing market in 2021? Today's episode, we answer this question and more. I'm Landon Witt, and welcome to the 2021 edition of the Oklahoma City Real Estate Show. If you're looking to buy a home, you'll stand the best chance in a buyer's housing market, where listings are flush, demand is low, and buyers have the upper hand, not to mention most of the negotiating power. A seller's market, on the other hand, are on the opposite side of the spectrum. They're marked by high levels of competition and rising home prices. And in most cases, you'll have a harder and, may I say, more expensive time finding a home. The more expensive is more common. <laughs> For most of America, we saw the latter conditions in 2020, with buyers facing unprecedented competition and increasingly out-of-reach home prices for much of the year. I'm talking multiple offer, multiple offer, and you just can't raise your offer anymore. Someone else is paying more. Well, will 2021 be more of the same? According to Housing Wire magazine, it's not likely we'll see a buyer's housing market in 2020, 2021, at least according to experts. Most major players are projecting home prices to rise, and while strong construction could put more inventory on the market, it likely won't be enough to tip the scale into the buyer's favor. With that being said, it does seem like buyers will see some relief at some point in this 2021 year. For example, home prices are still expected to rise in 2021, but at a smaller pace than what we saw in 2020. Freddie Mac projects prices to rise only 2.6%. That's much better than 2020's 5.5% clip. Low mortgage rates will also help offset those rising prices, though rates probably won't hit the bottom basement numbers we saw in 2020. Most economists project they'll stay in the high twos, though, to the low threes. Fannie Mae actually predicts a 2.8% rate across the entire year. The biggest problem will be the low levels of inventory, met by an ever-increasing demand. Though work-from-home opportunities have certainly contributed to this and probably will continue to do so into 2021, there's also rising demand from younger buyers to consider. The oldest millennials will turn 40 in 2021, while the younger end of the generation will turn 25, says Danielle Hale, who's the chief economist at Realtor.com. In a recent 2021 forecast, she also stated older millennials will be trade-up buyers, with many having owned their first, time, first homes long enough to see substantial equity gains while the larger, younger segment of the generation age into key years for first-time home buying. At the same time, Generation Z buyers, who are 24 and younger in 2021, will continue their early foray into the housing market, she goes on to say. Folks, here's the bottom line. Conditions should ease at least slightly as we get into the new year. To give yourself a leg up, get pre-approved for your mortgage 
partner up with an experienced real estate agent, and be willing to get creative with your offers writing letters, getting creative on the pricing scale, and if you can stand out from the competition, that dream home can be yours. Up next is our local housing market news. Carvana is building a massive OKC facility with 400 workers. A 102-acre vehicle inspection and refinishing center near Will Rogers Airport is being planned by online used car retailer Carvana. Initiatives obtained by OKC Talk demonstrate a structure of 190,000 square feet and space to process and store 10,000 cars. In the United States, the Arizona-based corporation has approximately 10 similar facilities that act as regional hubs for cars they've purchased. Maintenance and repair centers placed every vehicle through a process of a 150-point inspection and a minor repair of the body to get it prepared for sale. If the vehicle is licensed and approved, the company uses its automated photo booth that captures any vehicle submitted to the company's website for a 360-degree three, exterior and interior virtual tour. In 2017, when residents were able to take home delivery of any of the company's cars, Oklahoma City became the 30th U.S. market for Carvana. The same year, the company went public and began trading on the New York Stock Exchange and now serves over 250 markets worldwide. In November of 2019, on Memorial Road, just east of Pennsylvania Avenue, Carvana, if you remember, launched its first vending machine. This is when you're going down the highway, you'll see that big, tall structure out there. And if you look really close, you can see there's actually cars inside of it. It's pretty wild. And you go there, you type in your code, and it pops out the car, and nobody's there but you picking up your car. Pretty wild, contactless online car buying. Usually no transactions are carried out at this new maintenance facility that they're building and refinishing site. And the public can't go there to pick a vehicle up. It's more of like a regional sorting center um, that they don't go there to pick up a vehicle. Cars are maintained on the site until delivered to a customer's home, a designated location, or one of the business's famous automobile dispensing towers. A broad track at 5500 South Rockwell is the, the proposed site which is actually occupied by an oil-filled supply company now. Some Carvana centers of this size hire approximately 400 workers and entail an investment of $25 million. Experts are saying that that's about what we can expect for Carvana to bring to the local Oklahoma City market as early as the end of 2021. Before I get into the market charts, which I know you're excited about, um, I want to talk just real quickly about the MAPS 4 program. The MAPS program in general is Oklahoma City's brainchild of taking a penny cent tax from the residents and putting it towards projects that we've all voted on to help improve our city. These are things like 
a new Central Park, the Scissor Tail Park that they opened last year that will be uh, finishing up with the Convention Center this year. There's also things like stadium increase, mental health awareness. There's also park and ride and bike areas throughout the town, which you can uh, ride a, a bicycle throughout the entire city, and many other facilities that have been released in Oklahoma City as part of the MAPS program. Something very unique you don't find really anywhere in the world. And in fact, world leaders have come to Oklahoma City to see the implementation of the plans. A lot of cities um, don't even have plans, and much less if they have a plan, don't necessarily implement those plans. Oklahoma City is a city that has made a plan and is implementing that plan and actually building and doing things that you can see, touch, and feel here in Oklahoma City. And it's a very exciting transition to see that's both designed to raise the education level and lift the uh, population in a lot of the areas of Oklahoma City out of poverty and give them an opportunity to get the education and resources that they need to succeed in the future. Some exciting things going on. Before we jump into the charts, I want to show you the, a quick two-minute recap of the MAPS program. For those that don't understand this investment in Oklahoma City and how important it is, check out this quick two-minute video put on by the Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City residents approved MAPS 4 in a special election on December 10th, 2019. The ambitious MAPS 4 program includes 16 projects focused on neighborhood needs, human needs, quality of life, and job-creating initiatives funded by a temporary penny sales tax expected to raise a projected $978 million from 2020 to 2028. Here's a quick look at what MAPS 4 involves. Every municipal neighborhood and community park outside of downtown will receive upgrades. Building state-of-the-art youth centers focusing on programming that includes athletics, arts, family, health, and education. Continuing work to our senior centers that have been proven to be life-changing, connecting seniors to wellness, recreation, and social opportunities. Creating mental health crisis centers and restoration centers focusing on drug detox, substance abuse services, and more. Building a permanent facility for our Family Justice Center helping victims of domestic violence, sexual assault, elder abuse, and human trafficking. Lighting and ADA accessible shelters for bus stops, new buses, advanced transit options, and more. Transforming our neighborhoods by providing new sidewalks, bike lanes, trails, landscaping, and streetlights. Constructing affordable housing and combining wraparound services from existing providers as a strategy to eliminate homelessness. Maintaining and enhancing the Chesapeake Energy Arena and providing new amenities for the fan experience while keeping our facilities at national levels. Replacing our dated animal shelter with a new building on city-owned land for intake, adoption, and care of animals by OKC Animal Welfare. Replacing the Jim Norick Arena at the fairgrounds with a new coliseum for major national, state, and local events. Relieving pressure on the Oklahoma County Jail by building a diversion hub to help low-level offenders find a path towards a better life. Transforming our entrepreneurial ecosystem by investing in the Innovation District in near Northeast Oklahoma City to create jobs and encourage more diversification of our economy. Saving the Freedom Center and building the Clara Looper Civil Rights Center to transform our knowledge of our civil rights history and to positively influence the future of Northeast OKC and our entire community. 
constructing a multi-purpose stadium for professional and college soccer, high school football and soccer, concerts and other events. Targeted investments in beautification to enhance our daily experience and improve our first impression for visitors. Like all MAPS programs, MAPS 4 is overseen by a volunteer advisory board that makes recommendations to the City Council. Get more details at okc.gov forward slash MAPS 4. I just love that video. I think it explains very precisely what we're about investing in people and lives and actual structures that affect our community. Super excited to be involved with that and, and see that going on in Oklahoma City. Jumping to the charts, let's look at the median sales price change from December 2019 to this last month we just finished of December 2020. We have the blue being the entire MLS. We're looking at an 11.2% increase in overall median sales price. The red is the Northwest Oklahoma City Core. This is our biggest gains of 26% versus December last year, 26% higher median selling price uh, than last this time last year. And that's largely due to a lot of flipping houses. These are houses that have been bought, decrepit, and, and fixed up and sold at a higher price. That's mainly the historic districts, Crestwood, Linwood, Mesta Park, Heritage Hills, those places had a lot of vertical growth uh, due to it, uh, flippers being able to get some of that um, uh, inventory that needed to be renovated. Um, moving into the Edmond market, we had a 4.5% increase. No surprises there. Edmond stays pretty consistent no matter what happens in the market, largely due to very good school ratings and just kind of the American suburb type, just very steady linear market there. And moving in to Oklahoma City as a whole metric, okay, that's 12.5% increase. The Oklahoma City, again, is a 600 and I think it's 640 square miles, huge uh, land mass uh, that's inside the city limits where you have a 12.5% increase. Let's jump to the month supply of inventory. I'm going to go over to the lines on this. Jumping all the way from 2017 to 2020, you can see that decrease of supply of homes for sale. Folks, the month supply is if there's no new homes enter the market, this is how long it's going to take to sell every single home that's on the market. And we're right now currently at 1.3 months supply of inventory across the MLS. Oklahoma City coming in at 1.1 months of supply of inventory. Northwest Oklahoma City Core, uh, the highest at two, and Edmond sitting at just 30 days supply of inventory. Uh, traditionally, if you are a looking at a real estate uh, book of what is a buyer and what is a seller market, you're looking at the six month mark being, six months or greater is traditionally a buyer's market. And look at us, we're at 30 days um, market share. So pretty interesting to see. Uh, let's look at the shows to pending. This is something that's unique to our our channel, um, we've got uh, looking at this is the amount of people that went through the home this month compared to la this same month last year. We had an 11% increase, so you can expect about 10 people across the MLS to walk through your home before you get an offer on your home. So typically 10 showing scheduled. If, if you're around that, you're good. If you go far beyond that, typically that's an indication that you're overpriced. Um, if you get no showings at all, 
same thing typically. Um, if we look at uh, 2019, that's an 11% increase overall, 35% increase in overall showings in the Northwest Oklahoma City Corridor, 18% increase in Edmond, and 20% increase in Oklahoma City. And I know you folks are saying, wait, it's COVID. Why are we touring homes? And I must say the National Association of Realtors made a, a valiant effort to curtail unnecessary showings. They were requesting that we ask for temperatures prior, we asked for symptoms prior, and we wore a mask during the tour, and we still are doing that. And yet, we still had an increase because of the fire hose demand that we're dealing with right now from our buyers to tour those homes when the interest rates are historically low. So we're getting out there. As far as our total days on market, we've talked about that before, but 12 days on market across the MLS, that's uh, down 47% from this time last year. Northwest Oklahoma City Core, 13 days on market, and that's down 27%. And uh, Edmond, 15 days on market. Oklahoma City, that remember that core is 620 miles. That's 10. That's down 35%. So days on market really quick. And that is a synopsis of the charts. If you like this video, you like this content, please hit the like button. Let the YouTube algorithm know this content is worth watching. It helps our channel grow and helps me provide more content to you. For more content and more information, you can visit okcrealestateshow.com. You can sign up for property investment alerts. You can also read news articles and you can contact yours truly under the contact agent page if you have any questions. I love being here with you guys and I'm so excited to kick off another year, 2021 at the Oklahoma City Real Estate Show. Thank you so much for watching and you have a great rest of your day.